This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We've been talking a lot today about crime statistics because Statistics Canada has just released their new numbers. And you may find them a bit confusing if you've been following along in the news because there's ones about overall, countrywide, and there's some local well ones as well. The, the nationwide ones show that Canada's crime rate actually ticked up by 2% a year over year, 2018 versus 2017. But locally, it's a very different picture. Vancouver's crime rate actually went down by 2% last year compared to 2017. So good news for Vancouver. Not so much for other areas there. Abbotsford Mission, crime increased by 2%. In Kelowna, the number of crimes increased by 5%. So it just really does depend on where you live. Now, that's part of our hot question of the day today, which you can check out at CKNW on Twitter or at Simisera980. But we wanted to kind of disseminate these numbers a little bit further and get more information on all of this. So joining us now to talk more about this is Hillary Morden, who's a criminology lecturer at Simon Fraser University and PhD candidate. Hillary, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on. So I guess with numbers like these, we also have to be a little bit careful, right, to translate them because there'll be a lot of headlines about this today. Yeah, well, your media, you understand how media uses yes. crime statistics. <laughs> and the one thing that, first of all, we all need to keep in mind is that statistics are, first of all, these are police-reported statistics. So we know there's a dark figure of crime that isn't reported or isn't found by police that, you know, many people are exposed to or experience um, and for some reason don't report. You know, there's a number of reasons for that, Um, as well as personal experience where, you know, I was a victim of a crime and so it feels like crime is up, but it maybe it's not overall, right? So perception is a big part of how we sort of accept the statistics, Um, but we also have to keep in mind what the statistics show and what they don't show. Okay, let's start with that then. So what don't they show us? Well, they don't show sort of hotspot areas or areas that have lower levels of crime within a city. So we all know in Vancouver, there are parts of Vancouver that have more crime and parts of Vancouver that have less crime. So just like Canada, when you talk about, you know, overall, Canada has seen an increase in crime. But if you break it down, really, it's the north and the east of Canada that's seen an increase in crime, whereas the west and the northwest have seen a drop in crime. So the statistics, it can get pulled one way or the other if one area experiences a vast increase or a decrease in crime. That can pull the stats one way or the other. Okay, so when you looked at these stats then, what did you find significant, say, for here in BC? Well, I, I saw some good news, and one of the things that I saw as good news was the increase in police-reported sex assault. Now, it's not good news that sex assault appears to be up, but let's just take a step back and ask ourselves, has this been affected by the Me Too movement? Are more people reporting? Because in general, sex assault is one of the lowest reported crimes. So that increase of 15% may simply be the 15% that are now reporting. And then, of course, Canada also changed the way it approached unfounded 
sex assaults, how, how they classified the, each specific case. And unfoundeds are dramatically down. And what that means is that police departments are less likely to put a sex assault into an unfounded category now, um, which has all kinds of, of, uh, activities that, that roll out from that. Um, Whereas in the past, they would have been more likely to call a sex assault unfounded if they didn't get enough, uh, what they believed was enough evidence for it. Right. So to me, when I see an increase of 15% in sex assault, I, I feel good about it because what that says to me is people are reporting it now. Right. right. And that it's getting investigated in ways that it wasn't in the past. So um, really, when you look at stats, the one stat we pretty much can say is a certainty, and that's the homicide, because we're counting the actual number of bodies on the ground, and that is not debatable. Okay, and, so, and what was that stat like? Well, homicide is down 4%, um, but again, it's being heavily influenced by uh, provinces like D.C., where we've seen... 30 fewer bodies on the actual ground over the last year. And that's, that's good news. But when you look at it per 100,000, it's dropped from 1.82 per 100,000 to 1.76, which seems like a much smaller yeah. number. Or the actual physical bodies, 651 this year compared to 666 last year. So a lot of those numbers, though, come from B.C. A lot of that decrease comes just from B.C., some of it is, yeah, BC and Alberta both were stable in their crime, but Yukon, for instance, had a drop in 7% in crime overall, which that's going to have an effect, right? That's going to help weight crimes down. So, yeah, you have to, what you have to do is you have to look sort of underneath the big numbers yeah. and ask yourself, what's going on? So, for instance, fraud is up. But police reported fraud is up 13%. Um, and I actually believe it probably is up 13%. But part of that is also reporting. People are able to report more readily now. And they know to report now, whereas in the past, maybe not. Right. right? You, you mentioned fraud. Was there another statistic where you thought, okay, this might be problematic? Um, well, all statistics are problematic in and of themselves until you start, you know, breaking it down and, and looking at what's going on. Um, theft, for instance, shoplifting or theft under 5000 and theft over 5000 are both showing large increases. But that may also be hot spots and you'd have to break it down to much, much smaller uh, units like block areas uh, to see what exactly is going on. Does, is that because mm-hmm. with the opioid crisis and all the, the focus on that and ergo the homelessness that has come with it and lots of people believe that those individuals are committing property crime and is that a reaction of property owners that now they report every time their propane tank goes missing right. or is it really an increase in those crimes. So those are kind of the questions that we have to, you know, look at. Those are all good ones. No, those are good ones. I was thinking you managed to help us put that into perspective, which is what we were looking for. So Hillary, thank you very much for your time.
Oh, you're welcome. That's exactly what we were looking for. That's Hillary Morton, criminology lecturer at Simon Fraser University and PhD candidate, reminding us that when you see those stats today, and you're going to see a lot of headlines with them, Stats Canada reporting in on crime statistics from across the country, keep those caveats in mind. Dig down a little deeper on them.